On today's Intelligent Money Minute, I'll interview Matt Hogan, Chairman of Inside ETFs and the Global Head of Research for Bitwise Asset Management on how the ETF creation and redemption process work. Welcome to Intelligent Money Minute, a mercifully short podcast that may save you time and money. Your host, Hans Blake, is a CFA charter holder and CPA who has spent his entire career helping people minimize financial stress to maximize their lives. After managing $350 million and working with high net worth individuals around the world, he founded Intelligent Investing. Time is money, so invest in every minute. Here is your host, Hans Blake. Welcome back, Matt, to another episode of Intelligent Money Minute. We're so glad you could join us, and uh, we're so glad you could share your insights with our intelligent investors. Thank you. Thrilled to be here. So, Matt, I have a question for you on the ETF creation and redemption process. If you Google ETF creation and redemption process, you might get really confused because <laughs> it's different than yeah. you and I just thinking about going and selling a stock right. or buying a stock. So, could you kind of just talk in layman's terms about the ETF creation and redemption process? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. I'll first say at the top level that you don't need to understand how this works to buy or sell ETFs, right? It's kind of like if you ask me how Wi-Fi works, I have no idea, but I still get <laughs> on my computer and go on the internet. And that's true with the creation redemption process. The creation redemption process is how ETFs function, but you know that they function well. They've tracked their indexes well for 20 years. Uh, you can buy shares in the S&P 500 through an ETF at a penny-wide spread. So you don't need to know. But, but if you want to know, if you're the kind of engineering mind that wants to know how it works, I think I can explain it. The way I think, let's think on the creation side, and I'm going to compare it to a mutual fund. And you start to see where some of the efficiencies of an ETF comes in. When you want to put more money to work in a mutual fund, you send that mutual fund a check. Let's say I send a check to Fidelity Contra Fund for a million dollars. At the end of the day, Contra Fund has to figure out how many shares that's worth, send me my shares. The next day they come in and they have a bunch of analysts that want to invest in particular stocks and they have to take my million dollars and decide they're gonna buy X shares of Tesla and X shares of GE and X shares of IBM and they put it to work and that's how money gets into a mutual fund. The way new shares of an ETF are created is different. The way it works, is an ETF at the beginning of, at the end of the day will publish the list of all the securities they want to own. So let's say it's an S&P 500 ETF. It will say, I want to own all the stocks in the S&P 500 at exactly these weights. And then there's a group of what's called authorized participants or APs who are institutional investors whose job it is in part to create new shares of an ETF. And those APs will actually go into the market and they'll buy exactly all those stocks in exactly all the weights that the ETF wants to, to own them. So they'll take, let's say, $2.5 million and buy some, some IBM and some GE and some, some Microsoft and some Apple in exactly the weights the ETF wants. And then they'll send all those shares to the ETF company. And in exchange, they'll get an equal value of shares of the ETF, which they can then send on the, sell on the open market. Now, the beauty of this from the ETF perspective is unlike Contra Fund, which had to hire a bunch of analysts to pick stocks and put money to work, the ETF just sits there and it gets all the stocks it wants to own to replicate the S&P 500 with effectively no work. And that's how the creation process works. It works the same in reverse. If I have a bunch of shares of an ETF and I want to redeem them, I send those shares to the ETF company. If I'm an authorized participant, one of those institutional investors, and the ETF company will send me 
an equal value of all those individual stocks that it held. So it doesn't have to go into the market and sell IBM or GE, et cetera. It just sends me that whole basket. And I, as the institutional investor, have to deal with liquidating those shares. So it's a very efficient sort of batch process that allows the ETF to get the exact exposure it wants without any individual transactions or, or risk. It's a much more efficient process to run a portfolio than a traditional mutual fund. Matt said you don't need to know how Wi-Fi works just as long as it works, right? However, you may be the engineering type who likes to dig into how things work. At Intelligent Investing, we work with engineers and other executives and professionals who take time to understand our philosophy and processes. We'd love to let you open up the hood so we can show you exactly how our intelligent investing engine runs and how we've integrated over 30 technologies into the firm. To learn more, go to investedwithyou.com forward slash connect to schedule a complimentary call or meeting. If you'd like to become a client or learn more about intelligent investing, please call 864-679-0500 or visit investedwithyou.com. Remember, time is money, so invest in every minute. Thanks for listening. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied on for tax, legal or accounting advice. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.